Oye, chicos, pero here's what happened previously on Dungeons and Dreams. After arriving to a secret underground area of Epcot... Oh, JT, can you take a picture of me and Alan? The Florida man continues to have feats. That shit's scary as fuck. So the patrol force go on without him and investigate a secret study full of old films featuring Walt Disney. Sensei, is that you? Your Wait, sensei what? is Walt Disney? Excuse me? In which he discusses vessels. Wait, is he trying to make clones of himself? Is he a Roti Maharu? Guardians. Steve, you're descended from Walt Disney genetically modified Cuban crocodiles? And some rather racist tendencies. There was just a couple of hiccups in there um, that I was not fully on board with. Yeah, that wasn't very, like, wholesome or family-friendly, was it? With proof that Disney is somehow behind the lizard people. S-I-D-N-E-Y. Wait a second. Most people do not spell... It's just an anagram for Disney. Walt Disney's still alive. S-I-D-N-E-Y-M-O-U-S-E. Sydney Mouse. Donald Duck. The patrol force head on into Magic Kingdom. Sensei used to talk about his kingdom. He wanted to build us a kingdom. There we go. Magic Kingdom. Magic Let's King- go there. <laughs> it's finale time, baby. Let's see what happens now. Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You run through the tunnels, FM taking the lead. He leads you through the caverns before taking a small cubbyhole-like exit into the sewers lined with red brick. As you crawl through, make a perception check. 23. 19. A dirty 20 for Mr. David Feinstein. A 12. Suddenly, it's as if the Florida man's legs shut down and he goes from a full four-limbed sprint to a rough tumble down the brick passage. He slowly struggles his way back up to his feet. David, JT, and Steve, ahead of you, you think you catch a brief glimpse of some human-like figure. But as you look back up from the FM, it is gone. Um, did anyone else see that? I thought I saw something, but you know, we're underground with Disney. Maybe it was an animatronic. It might not be a person down in the creepy tunnels. Who knows? We, we might be a little on edge. Might be seeing things. Eyes playing tricks on us. We've definitely seen weeder things. Did someone say weed? Weird. I also heard weeder things. So. <laughs> a weird? Although, you know, I wouldn't mind some. 
Smoke them if you got them, that's what I would say, um, especially since we don't know what we're about to face. If you, uh, I have a bad experience with drugs. So. I mean, I'm 17, but I wouldn't mind trying that before I die. Um, I'm not so comfortable. Uh, I feel like I have to be the moral authority now that oh, Claudia on. is gone. I don't think it's very responsible all right, of us. All right. I know David likes to burn that bush and all, but uh, JT... We need to keep our wits about us. Yeah, you know what? If you want to try some psychedelics later, I'm all for it. But we're kind of in the middle of, like, an apocalypse situation. Uh, also, the smoke's probably not too great for your lungs. There's much better ways to consume things. Now, if your arm was severed or something, you were dying, then I'd say, okay, you can go out in style at least. But <laughs> but right now, we're healthy. Would it change if I said I had glaucoma? We would have to consult a physician. Uh, we would need to talk to your pediatrician, see if it's a, a viable option for you. Um, son, you, you had your lap dance, son. One, one vice at a time. Okay. Okay. There is a solid gold grate before you, blocking the passage as you come upon a ladder leading up to an almost shiny manhole. Shiny manhole? That was my nickname in college. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie goes, nice. The FM seems to be under some duress as he flashes you a look of fear. Me. Hurts. Me. Need. Protect. But you, you can hang back for a bit, FM, if you're you're scared. We'll protect you. It looks like he's going to lunge at you again. But he manages oh to, to choke it down. And he, he kind of collapses into a pile on the ground. He goes, me. Need. You need protein? No, I think he's trying to fight him attacking us. I think he says he has to protect us. Uh, he's straining. You see kind of veins pop in his neck, but he shakes his head yes. Shit. What do I do? I put it out of its misery? I don't know. No. Oh, my God. Sensei, call <laughs> No, 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 FM. Don't worry. It's going to be fine. And uh, David pats his head. FM, do we need to go through this grate? He nods his head yes. Well, what about the shiny manhole? Oh, sorry, sorry. I, that's what I thought he was asking. Yeah. Is this solid gold? Can we cut this out? I'm about to just take this home. We're done. Roll an investigation check. <laughs> it's fool's gold. Uh, 12. Yeah, it's fool's gold. Uh, you, you can tell it's not, like, proper gold. Wait. This isn't real gold. As you lick it, you taste the lead in the paint. Why are you licking manholes in the sewer? What? It ain't the first time I've done that. Oh, please. My goodness, my gracious. We don't need to tell the child everything that's going on in our lives. My goodness. He's a man now. I'm so confused, but I don't want to know. Sensei licks everything. His immune system solid steel. This is not the worst of what he's licked. Clearly. Yeah, I think we've all met Cindy. I don't think that... Oh! <laughs> 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 immediately turns very pale. So, sorry, Eddie. Sorry. I know that there's a thing between the two of you, and maybe we need to resolve that before we uh, nope. move forward with the nope. mission. David? Nope. You know what, Cletus? Listen. You're right. She was a bad woman. But, I mean, you were kind of a, a, a bad man in, in that one particular instance uh, to I, do that to me. So I would really appreciate, you know, uh, maybe a <clears throat> like like a sorry or... <clears throat> I, I tried to do that at the, at the club, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I, you know, I was... Uh, like uh, JT told me, he was, he was talking to me the other day. He said I was uh, in my feelings... Yeah. 
Like Drake. <laughs> what? <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know. I think it means I'm sad. Oh. Well, yeah. Every time I think about it, I get sad, too. And I really do apologize about that. That's why I didn't want to see All right. Cindy ever again. Well, we, we could probably, you know, settle this some other less life-threatening time. But I, I'm glad we could acknowledge it and uh, <clears throat> move forward out of my feelings. <clears throat> all right. Yeah. Everyone, all, all eight of you are staring at us. Thanks for that weird tone shift, David. Oh, it's my pleasure. I'm great at the nice tonal shift. Shall we climb through the manhole now? FM, you're going to have to stay here, bud. Every time we get close, it looks like it's getting worse. No, me need protect. Okay, uh, you want to go in the bag again? No. <laughs> <laughs> well. All right, bud, but at any point that you can't handle it, I need you to run back down to the sewers, okay? He nods his head yes. We need to kill who or whatever is, you know, making him act this way. Maybe he'll go back to normal after that? Maybe. Whatever normal is. I wonder why whatever's affecting him isn't affecting you, Steve. Oh, do I have my tinfoil cape on? Or hood cape? Yeah. <laughs> Never mind. Good chance to recap. You all have your tinfoil on, as far as I can remember. Although I do think Cletus and JT have removed your communicators, right? Because David was singing? No, I kept mine on. I did for that, yeah. Okay, cool. So your communicator's off, but I mean, you can hear Steve anyways. Yeah. And you guys are all close together. Okay. Well, I mean, you know, he's a guardian, and according to that video that we watched, um, that racist man on the tape that I assume is still Walt Disney, although, you know, there is a case that perhaps it could be a fake Walt Disney in the tape, and it's a deep fake, as the kids are calling it on the internet these days. Um, but uh, anyway, yes, uh, he created the Guardians or something, so maybe Walt is trying to influence him in some way. But we can find out, I'm sure, when we go through this manhole. All right, I'll just open it up. I'm going to climb up there. You emerge at the very entrance of Walt Disney World. <gasps> there is an enormous floral Mickey Mouse head on a pitched lawn smiling at you. <gasps> to the left and right of the decoration are large open passageways leading you into Magic Kingdom. <gasps> oh my goodness, my gracious, I'm so excited. What time of day is it? Is there a lot of people around us? Is this the nighttime? What's going on? Is the park closed? It's around afternoon, but pre-park closing time. However, you don't see any people right now. That is very, very strange. That's a good thing, though, because if we saw people, uh, they would be those zombie lizard men things. Cletus stares at the Mickey Mouse head smiling, and the camera cuts back and forth as the Kill Bill sirens start playing. Miska. Muska. <laughs> Yeah, the, the FM runs onto the lawn and begins defacing the Mickey Mouse. <laughs> Where is everybody? Steve starts walking towards the Jungle Cruise ride. Bye, guys. Sensei once told me I have brothers and sisters over there. I'm going to go say hello. Oh, my goodness. I love the Jungle Cruise. David will start following. Um, oh, my gosh, Steve. Is everyone following? Yeah. So, Steve, now, the, the best way to get there, you have to go through the left tunnel because, obviously, like, because as soon as you're coming into the park, we got to go to the Adventureland to get there. So, it's a left. All right. Maybe you should lead the way. I've never been here before, David. Me either. Oh, my goodness. This is a, it's a childhood adventure for me. Here we go. All right. We'll go through the left tunnel. You enter 
Magic Kingdom, and you walk the brick streets of Main Street, USA. Now, on the left here, there's that. That's the Emporium. It's a very long Ooh. gift shop. It takes up the entire block. Candy. The facade of small-town America buildings normally excites those working their way into the theme park as it bustles with life. Today, it is eerily empty, like an abandoned town in an old western. The warm, stifling Florida air hangs heavy on you as you stare down the street, a massive castle looming in the distance. As you near the edge of the Penny Arcade, you see the bridge directly ahead of you, leading to the castle's forecourt and paths to the left and right, leading to the various other lands in the park. Now, if we want to go to the Jungle Cruise still, we have to take the left path to Adventureland, and then eventually we can keep going and we'll get to Frontierland, and then from there we can cross over to Fantasyland. We can do the whole loop if we wanted to. All right. Or should we go right for the castle, since that seems to be a a working theory that uh, Walt's head is under the castle? Just to put that out there, just in case the group wanted to do something about that. Shit, I I can celebrate before we die. I'm tempted to go explore. (laughs) Absolutely, my goodness my gracious okay this way and david starts walking to the jungle cruise in adventureland as you do so the florida man slams his face down into the ground as you see him trying to fight something off again oh god oh my goodness just like a toddler that you have to bring to disney world always throwing tantrums we just got here do you need a snack is it too hot would you like a stroller with one of those sun shields he looks up at you with eyes that are beginning to turn a little bit bloodshot as he strains and then you hear a voice boom throughout the kingdom oh god and the self-proclaimed heroes reveal themselves. Disney. What makes a good villain? Children. <laughs> and you see a sort of shimmering in the air ahead of you as the FM claws at his own head. He must believe he is the hero. The protagonist of his own story. That is what gives him heart. <laughs> but the common folk, the rational, ordinary... Everyday man with a clear mind can see the hero's virtue. You hear the scraping of claws as three lizards climb onto the rooftops of the main street buildings behind you. To be a hero, one must possess clarity. Ah well, mind over matter. And in near-perfect unison, the lizards become visible revealing themselves. <gasps> the scores of lizard men have you surrounded. Hundreds, if not thousands, swarm across the entirety of the park's various lands. A legion of them stand atop the bridge, barricading your way to the castle. As you stare into their slitted eyes, you see no soul, no heart. The slim traces of humanity you saw in the others just beginning to transform is surely hidden far beneath the surface now. They flick their lizard tongues, and from the direction of the jungle crews, stampede in your direction. Roll for initiative. God. Boo. Not going to go on any rides. 15. 18. A 10 for David. And 20. That's a lot of lizard people, y'all. Cletus. You're up first. What do you do? 
they're like surrounded us completely. Completely. You are in an ocean of lizard people. We need to get out of here. God, are, are there any openings? Here's the thing. Imagine it like literally like an ocean. There are so many that there is no opening anywhere. It's like Times Square. But you can like squeeze your way in a direction, but you're going to be like working your way through people. I guess we need to make a, a path towards the castle. Fight our way there. I'm going to cast Wind Wall. A wall of strong wind rises from the ground at a point you choose within range. You can make the wall up to 50 feet long, 15 feet high, which I'm going to do, and one foot thick. Nice. You can shape the wall in any way you choose, so long as it makes one continuous path along the ground. So... Carve a path, sensei. When the wall appears, each creature within its area must make a strength saving throw. A creature takes 3d8 bludgeoning damage on a failed save, or half as much damage on a successful one. Arrows, bolts, other ordinary projectiles launched at targets behind the wall are deflected upward and automatically miss. So, I'm going to make a U-shape, I guess, blocking off all the other crossroads except the one straight to the castle with my 50-foot wind wall. That's awesome, bro. (laughs) You put a hand down to the ground, and using what you've learned from seeing David... And the Florida man and all these other weird freaking mystical creatures. You do some weird incantation. The Florida man almost mouths it in unison with you. Your hair flies up like a fan is blowing it. And your eyes glow a little bit. As from you, these strong winds start to form in a U-shaped pattern. And you see the lizard people begin to get blown back. As they take, roll that 3d8. They take nine damage. Some of them actually die from the wind damage. They get battered and thrown into each other. And the others are being held at bay by this wall of wind trying to proceed. And now you have essentially given yourself a one-turn head start of any lizards trying to get to you from the left, right, or behind. But you still face a legion of them on the bridge before the forecourt. JT, it is your turn. I'm going to uh, take out my phone, and I'm going to fiddle with the, the Bluetooth, and I'm going to tap into the speakers where we just heard um, what we assume to be Walt Disney's voice, and I'm going to go... <laughs> Who's the Walt now? Uh, that, that was stupid. Uh, that was stupid. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to, like, tap in, and he's going to play some kind of noise from like the speakers it's gonna sound like a blast of like force to in front of us and i'm gonna use this eldritch blast and i can send three of these out and that is 18 another 18 and 23 those all hit roll for damage so that is gonna be a nine another nine and an eight so you hear jt boom over the speakers who's the wall now and then he lets out a little like embarrassed laugh of like that was stupid But the laugh is like air blows out of the speaker with such force that it tears through the hordes of the lizard people. And while there are still an incredible number of them, it looks like they have taken quite a hit as a number of their legion, at least the ones directly in front of you, fall to the ground and off the bridge into the water, going as they fly away. Which brings us to Steve. Steve is going to run towards the first lizard person that he sees and use one tail swipe. And then using multi-attack, I'm going to use another tail swipe on the one behind him. Uh, nine. And then 12. 
and Steve runs into the horde and makes two tail swipes as the lizards almost acrobatically leap off their feet and onto one hand and they kind of do like a little uh, Tony Hawk pro skater pose and then land back down on their feet almost mockingly flicking their tongues at you Steve oh, that wasn't nice because JT and Steve have progressed further into this kind of swarm after you release your attacks, they begin to approach on you, and this horde of lizards, you see numbers of them. Some take little swipes at you with their claws, others try and bite you, others try and whip you with their tails, and they manage to get nicks. JT, one of them that has been knocked down by his brethren, bites onto your ankles. Steve, another one, drives claws directly into your back, and both of you take 12 points of damage. Yikes. Within this horde, as they all begin trying to tear you apart. David, it is your turn. Okay, uh, David is going to begin to approach the horde uh, ahead, and uh, he will use Flame Strike. Okay, what does that do? A vertical column of divine fire roars down from the heavens in a location that I specify. Each creature in a 10-foot radius, 40-foot high cylinder centered on a point within range must make a dexterity saving throw. A creature takes 46 fire damage and 46 radiant damage on a failed save, or half as much damage on a successful one. Ooh, no friendly fire, please. Dear Lord above, cast forth your flames from the heavens to smite these dastardly lizard folk. Spicy. And it's almost like the lightning bolts that you've called down before, but instead it is a torrent of flame as it shoots down. Clearing. Let's see. Woo! What was the DC for that save? 17. Clearing a huge horde of the lizard people right off the map. Some of them immediately just turn to ash. Some of them try to run away from the flames and scramble into the water. And then very, very few stragglers are left around Steve and JT. As it clears a path almost all the way to the castle, there is now just one small horde currently ahead of you as the wind wall holds the others back. Next, FM is going to begin running forward into the forecourt and he is going to, from his palm, produces a little glob of jelly and he's gonna shoot it back right into the middle of that wind wall that Cletus created as it expands into a big wall of jelly that will hopefully slow down anything that tries to go through once that wind wall is done. He looks at you and he says, protect and runs forward. As Haze begins to run up, the lizard that has its claws embedded in Steve, as Haze runs past you, they caught Gladys and fire a shot right into its skull, dealing eight points of damage to the already hurt lizard. Its skull blows off and its claws slide out of you, Steve, as its corpse falls into the water. Oh, thank God. And Eddie is going to run up to JT and deals 10 points of damage as the one that just bit onto your cap, he slices it down the middle with his extracted blades and continues forward into the forecourt. That is the end of the turn. So all of you proceed and you are now in the forecourt. David has bought you some time with this torrent of flame. However, there are still some a little bit ahead of you in case you want to proceed towards the castle. As you work your way further into the ocean of scales, that volley of lizard people ahead of you begins to run, ready to assault. 
They are so densely packed that you struggle to see in front of you at all. You look up toward the sky, and Cinderella's castle looms over you. Its various turrets with pointed blue rooftops seem sharper and more menacing than ever. Suddenly, you hear a whooshing overhead as fighter jets fly by. The blue angels carve through the sky, leaving the image of a brain enveloping a heart in the clouds above the castle. Then, you see small figures. They seem to have ejected from the aircraft, diving straight down. Small parachutes open just before they impact the various towers of the castle, and they disappear from sight behind its tall architecture. After a few moments, they begin to crawl up. On the far right, you see current Florida governor and lifelong bitch baby, Ronald DeSantis, sporting long lizard claws. Opposite him, on the left, in a dark blue suit and shiny aviators, President Joe Biden is smiling a bright, white, toothy smile while sporting a gold Rolex on a scaly arm. Beside him, a lizard lady in a white pantsuit with bright blonde hair lets out a laugh. Oh no. No, no, no. Then Ted Cruz slips and falls off a tower to his Before finally, above the clock in the center, towering directly above you, we see the decrepit Mitch McConnell, green and more turtly than ever. His eyes turn yellow as his old, sagging, jowly mouth opens to reveal razor-sharp teeth as he says, I believe you requested a filibuster to this here insurrection. And Mitch McConnell falls onto his stomach as something smacks him across the face. You hear an odd noise behind you as a tire iron flies straight from the castle back into the crowd behind you, knocking down two lizard people as it flies. You turn to see Adnama, a chancleta in hand, carving a path through the lizards, absolutely decimating them in backhanded blows as she and Claudia run to meet you. Avengers assemble! The cavalry is here! (laughs) Oye chicos, pero what's going on? I guess I don't know what to say right now, so there you go. Oh, you know, just some end of the world stuff. There's uh, lizard people are taking over. We've got all our uh, favorite political figures on top of the castle. You know, I think the disembodied voice of Walt Disney was saying some weird shit earlier. Um, And we might all die, but you know, at least we'll die together as friends, right? As you have this casual conversation, Eddie slices up one of the lizards as he shoots another one that is trying to enter the vicinity. Okay, so we should move. Yes? Yes, we should move. Let's go. Claudia, let's say you get the first turn here. Claudia and Adnama. I don't know, man. With that tire iron, I think Claudia's just going to go ahead and throw that at McConnell again. That is a 16. That hits. Roll for damage. That's a 10. And as Mitch McConnell begins to stand back up on top of this (laughs) castle clock, the tire iron flies again. Hitting him and then flying back and hitting him again on the return. And his face is now purple and decrepit, just like his hands. (laughs) Next up 
is Cletus. Okay, so there's a horde left in front of JT and Steve. You are currently like right next to that Walt Disney statue. And so right now, all that's left is there are paths to the left and right. It's like an inclined path that leads into the castle. So that's all that's left before you, but there are lizards flooding that area. Cletus at seeing Claudia and Anama returning and also seeing this horde like attacking his son Steve and his adopted son JT. <laughs> Cletus opens up his bag and he scoops up some of the cocaine from the bathroom at Cafe Risque and he snorts it. <sighs> and he goes, fucking kill! And he's gonna run to the front line of that horde and I can do volley, which is I can attack any number of enemies within 10 feet of me. So I'm gonna run to that front line of that horde and just start blasting away through that wall of lizard people. Roll that. <laughs> it says roll, you have to roll for each enemy, but if you wanna they do- They roll saving throws and stuff like that as a group, so I'll let you do this as a group. So that's 22. That hits, roll for damage. <laughs> Seven, but I get two attacks, so can I do another one? Yes, you can. 26, I'm sure, hits. Yep, roll for damage. And 10. Okay, so 17 damage total to everyone as Cletus barrels into the horde. You guys see him disappear for a second before you see him doing, like, weird flips uh, over, like, sideways in the air, firing shots. Bah, 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 grabbing lizards, using one as a shield, as you, as you see a different lizard drive claws into it. He smacks it in the side of the head with the gator teeth, rips its skull open, shoots another one, punches one, grabs its head, smashes it into the floor, and in an absolute rage of fury, completely decimates all of the remaining lizard horde. As you begin to see the rest of the hordes try to work their way through the jelly and begin to enclose on the forecourt, but the rest of the party is still safe for another turn as you guys begin to run up the pathway that Cletus has cleared. Then, as you push on into the castle, the lizard politicians crawl their way down the castle. This time, DeSantis bounces down and bumbles his way in front of you, wielding a bright blue unholy flame. Behind him, in the center of the walkway, you see a large open hole with a spiral staircase. From the water behind you, you see a lizard face with a really, really shitty beard crawl its way out. The somehow still with us Ted Cruz says, You will never get rid of me, as he crawls onto the grass at the edge of the forecourt. A gunshot rings out as Cruz doubles over, coughing blood. You hear a crackling in the park's speaker system before it booms with a familiar theme song. This is Scotty Lopez with the Daytona Patrol Force, and this ends now. Then, off to your right near Tomorrowland, you see the tip of an ivory-white trident pierce a lizard person and lift it into the air as Cindy flings its corpse into the crowd while Antonio leaps up and breaks someone's neck between his thighs. Off to the left, near the jungle cruise, you hear a come and get it as Polly leaps off the back of Jamelio, the Uber driver from episode four and elbows a lizard person in the face, followed by a swift kick from Sophia from the Busy Bee. As you take this all in, you get distracted, and Ron DeSantis rears up a lizard claw to strike at Hayes' neck, as an arrow comes whizzing by, penetrating his wrist. 
you hear gunshots as Andrea the cop and Cammy take alternating shots at lizard people approaching the castle. Yes! Your path down is clear, but Clinton and Biden are crawling their way down, fully transformed, as Cruz begins to cast the unholy blue flame toward David. Over the speakers you hear, Fireball! As, from the bridge to your left, David's mom, dad, David Jr., and Pitbull cast the holy flames onto Cruz, crisping him up. What's going on? A loud roar rings down Main Street as you see the mama bear with Caddy atop her back and Junior run through the lizards. Mama clamps onto Hillary's ankle as she nears the ground, and Junior rears up on his front paws, kicking the now charred Ted Cruz back into the water as he shouts, Yeah! Carrie dismounts, swinging a boom mic above her head by the cable like a lasso, and shouts to you, JT, it worked! You just hit 10 million! The towers are up, but people are fighting back! Tinfoil is sold out everywhere! And you notice everyone is wearing tinfoil hats. Now, finish this! And she smacks Lizard Biden in the forehead with the mic, sending him stumbling back. What do you do? Charge! I'm crying. I can't believe Pitbull's here. Am I watching Endgame right now? <laughs> I know! <laughs> oh my goodness, Ma! David Jr. Pa! Oh my goodness, thank goodness you're alright. I'm okay too. It's your son, David. Sweetie, you're alive! We thought you died! The news was saying you were dead! We were so heartbroken! And then, and your mom is just slaying lizard people as she very casually has this conversation with you. She's guilting them wagging that finger and the lizards are just dropping dead as she goes we're gonna have a very serious conversation later david Ooh, and david takes four psychic damage (laughs) (laughs) well everybody i think it's time to go down the stairs blue weekend too as people says uh dale and caddy is swinging that boom mic fighting off the approaching lizards from the left and right and she says we will try to hold them off as long as we can there's a lot of them But go, go, go! See if you can finish this! Without hesitation, David starts to head down the spiral staircase. Steve follows. Cletus runs Naruto-style, filled (laughs) on cocaine, down the stairs. (laughs) JT's just, like, watching it all, and he, like, follows them. Claudia's gonna stay with Getty, Pitbull, that group, to help them fight off this horde, and Abnama's gonna go with this group. Uh... Por favor, don't die this time. Um, I know that it was not really your choice last time, but it, I would just like to save, you know, what we... It, it has been good so far. No, like, for sure. Like, I'm not... No, like, I got this problem. Like, I'm not dying again. Like, like we started this together. I think it's just, like, really cute if we were to, like, finish together. You know what I mean? Like, that's, like, super, like, yeah. Okay. Okay. Bueno. Good luck. And Claudia throws her tire iron into the crowd, and you see a hit. Not two, but four or five lizards as it swings in a wide boomerang arc. <laughs> And returns to her wrist as Adnama joins the rest of the party. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Here, take the cattle prod. And Claudia's gonna give Adnama the cattle prod. <laughs> you know, just to have another, you know. And Adnama takes the cattle prod and joins the party. You all run down the spiral staircase as the sounds of battle slowly fade into the distance. You finally land on a ceramic tile mosaic flooring that makes the shape of a brain enveloping a heart. Before you, lies a big wooden double door in the silhouette of Mickey Mouse. 
Wait, 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 wait. Hey, hey, Nama, where's, where's your mom? Where's your mom? Oh, no, she's she's staying up there with, like, Gary and everybody else, but, like... No, I, I can't go know. through this again. No, you Cletus, gotta go back Cletus, to her. You gotta go... Cletus, like, I know, like, look, I know you have, like, a lot of, like, PTSD or whatever. Like, I totally get that because of, like, the mistakes that you made in the past. But you need to stop living there and, like, we're in the present. So, like, we got this, okay? We got this. And Cletus, don't forget that my connection with God has strengthened over our journey together... I'm not saying for sure, but I would definitely say that I've got uh, at least two more chances of uh, <laughs> of offering um, uh, some death defiance and all that kind of thing, you know. JT puts his hand on Cletus's shoulder and he's just like, she's right. Like, we got this. And Claudia's a strong woman and we can believe in her. But we got a job to do. Yeah, like, my mom's a badass, apparently. I don't know. <laughs> so that's cool. But, like, she said that, it, you know, like, to not die. So if, like, we could avoid that, then, like, obviously, like, let's totally, like, avoid that. Because if not, like, she'll actually kill you this time around. So, okay, go team. Go team. Please, just going to stay close to Edna Emma. Shotgun ready. Uh, jumping on opposite toes back and forth, like, because he's hopped up on cocaine. <laughs> hey, open the door. Open the door. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Oh, my. Okay. You open the door as shouts and hisses echo through the halls behind you. You find yourself in something resembling a throne room. Standing guard are defunct robotic wax presidents. JFK is notably missing his animatronic head, and Obama is absent entirely. Strung up around the room are impeccable blueprints, diagrams, and chemical formulas, much like the study you found beneath Epcot, but far neater in presentation and framing. Playing softly in the background, you hear... It's a small world after all. all. It's a small world after all. It's a small world after all. It's a small, small world. It's a world of laughter, a world of tears. It's a world. What? What? Not the time, bro. I'm sorry. I just hear that song and I'm overcome with an absolute positivity that the world is a, a kind place and that, you know, we all share the same heart. It doesn't matter where we all come from, but that's what that song and that ride is all about. In the center of the chamber is a large mouse head shaped chamber with a small computer terminal at the front. A light smoke comes off it like that of dry ice. Oh, someone's a little flashy, jeez. That's the ice. That's the head. That's the head. That's that's Walt. That's Walt. FM again falls down to the ground going. <laughs> I move. I move to the I think we all move <laughs> immediately. And he lunges at David, but kind of it's like he fights something mid-air and drives a claw into his own side. <laughs> Before he uh, collapses and then gets back up and goes, sorry. And then he walks up to the big wooden double doors and shuts them. And you see there is a bar that you can bring down to try and keep anything from getting inside. And he looks to you for approval. I'm nodding like a million miles an hour. (laughs) And he brings the bar down, shutting the doors. No escape now. Oh boy. (laughs) Let's go to the computer. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? 
Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Hey everyone, it is your friendly neighborhood GM, John Carlo Herrera here, and today I wanted to tell you about an awesome show called Looters. It is an actual play podcast where a hilarious cast of friends go on dramatic, action-packed, sci-fi western adventures in a universe full of different factions vying for control over the Outer Rims. I love a good sci-fi western mix, the cast is so much fun to listen to, and it's played on the Stars Without Number game system, which is really fun to hear in audio. I really think listeners of Drimbus would enjoy it, so please... Check out this trailer, and if it intrigues you, go check them out at looterspodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, enjoy. Hey, we're the Looters. Hey, what's up? Looters is a sci-fi western actual play podcast using the Stars Without Number system. We're a group of friends getting into trouble all over the universe. So come with us if you're into adventure. A rocket flies out of one of these ships far behind you and crashes into the wall and blows up. There's rockets? It's Mario Kart. Crazy. Intrigue. Can I hack into the body and maybe see if they have, like, a memory data bank in their brain or some shit like that that I can access? Metal, literally. <laughs> Devastating physical injury. <laughs> Just uh, take cover. Okay. She's, she's a good pilot, everyone. <laughs> she's very good. And friendship. New episodes of Looters out every Tuesday, wherever you get your podcasts. On the computer, you see an elaborately designed symbol that is far too familiar. An anatomically correct colored image of a brain enveloping a heart. On the edges of the round logo is an inscription that reads, De Contemptu Omnium Materia. Beneath it is a text field with a blinking cursor. Anybody speak Latin? Something about material? I mean... If we're going off predictability, we have the little image that we've been seeing, and Walt loves to say mind over matter. Um, Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. So I'm going to go ahead and just type that into the keyboard interface, if there is one for this computer. There is. All right, David is going to type in mind over matter. You type that in and enter the code and hear pistons release as the mouse head shell opens and descends into the ground. In the center you see a large metal table covered in frost. Sitting atop it is a clear container filled with a semi-blue transparent liquid. Inside it floats a head with closed eyes, gelled back hair, and a thin mustache. Guinevere cautiously walks up. Sensei? (gasps) Say hello to the head of Walt Disney. Hello. Hello. Pleasure to make your acquaintance. My name is David Feinstein. I'm here to stop you. (laughs) The head's eyes slam open and glare at you. Bravo. You've come farther than I would have assumed. Especially you. And the head glares at the Florida man. My greatest failure. Come to see me on the day of my most crushing victory. Though, of course, the hero is no hero at all without a little opposition. So I thank you for bringing me the opportunity to right my greatest wrong and step into this new, cleansed world absolved of the weight of my failure. As he says this, 
Panels recede on the table, revealing a number of mechanisms. Within the cables, you see a glowing red crystal in the shape of an anatomically correct heart. The entire system rises from the ground, sporting a column of scale-like protrusions on its back, and a shining, protective, mouse-eared helmet slides over the head's container, as heavy, metallic arms sprout from its side with sharp, clamp-like hands. From the bottom, six spikes shoot out. They unfold at three points, forming crab-like legs. A sinister smile crosses Walt Disney's face as he is covered in a glowing red energy. The new order starts now. Roll for initiative. Oh. Oh. 14. 10 for David. 17 for Adnama. 9 for Steve. 9 for Cletus. Adnama, you're up first. Use the chancletas, my child. Oh, bro, like, let me show you really quick. And, like, she's going to take off her chancla and she's going to show it to me. Like, my mom, like, totally upgraded it a bit, too. It's super cool. Watch this. And she's going to attempt to do the chancleta attack, hopefully closer to, like, the crystal. You can try to attack the crystal specifically, or you could try to attack anything else on the rest of his body. I would like to try and knock that thing out of there. That's a 17. As you do this, you go to hit the crystal, and Walt Disney swings one of his clawed arms and roll again and take the lower number. Bitch. Okay, well, that's a dirty 20, so. Okay, so Walt Disney (laughs) swings up one of those clawed arms to try and stop the chancleta and you smack it down and away and then finish reeling the arm up and drive the chancleta into center mass, smacking that crystal. (laughs) And you see that red glow that he's covered in flicker for a second. Roll for damage. A 10. And you deal 10 points of damage as you smack that crystal and you see it like spin in its place. And the red glow that he was covered in dissipates for a second, which brings us to JT. JT is going to tap into whatever speaker system is down there, play like a video that he has saved on his phone of just like a car crash, and he's going to use shatter. A sudden loud rigging noise painfully intense erupts from a point of your choice within range. Each creature in a 10 foot radius sphere centered on that point must make a constitution saving throw creature made of inorganic material such as stone crystal or metal has disadvantage on the saving throw and you gotta beat 18 okay he rolled an 18 but he also rolled a 5 take that 5 yeah <laughs> and I'm actually gonna cast this at 3rd level so it's gonna be 4d8 okay roll for damage and I'm gonna do a whopping 20 damage Whew. okay JT plays the sound of the car crash through the speakers, and you see Walt's exoskeleton kind of react poorly to it. Like, it hears it's coming, and it tries to protect Walt, and begins jabbing at different areas, actually jabbing itself at some point, as it falls down onto its side, taking 20 points of damage, which brings us to Steve. Oh boy, what does a gator do? I'll go ahead and bite off one of the cables then, I guess. I can do multi-attack, so this won't be a grappling bite, just a bite on one of them and then a bite on another. That is an 18, and that's a 19. That hits. Roll for damage on both. Hooray. Nine and seven. And Steve, you clamp onto one of the very spider-like legs and begin to try and twist it off. He draws it out and then goes to stab you with it and you roll out of the way and bite onto it again and the same thing happens as you kind of loosen one of the joints. Next is David. David will call upon the heavens. Lord, strike this Walt anti-Semite with the power of the heavens and he's going to use Guiding Bolt. 
Oh, it's a natural 20, baby. Woo! Roll double damage. <laughs> it's 68 damage. Wow! Jesus! <laughs> so, uh, somehow little storm clouds form inside the room that you are in, and you just hear God go, Disgusting. As a barrage of lightning strikes Walt, short-circuiting a lot of uh, his mechanisms. He said 68? 68. That is insane. Wow. (laughs) And Walt takes incredible damage as you see as he tries to recover from this great hit. Which brings us to Walt Disney. You see two of those pincer-like legs draw perfectly into the center, forming like a little triangle beneath Walt's exoskeleton, while the other four splay out. And Walt begins to spin like a top. He is going to attack Adnama, Cletus, JT, David, Steve, and Eddie. He hits everyone except Adnama and Cletus for 17 points of damage as you all get sliced. Then he puts his legs back down, the other two extend back out, and you see that red crystal that looks like a heart begin to glow, and he is going to shoot. Cletus, how many hit points do you have? 75. Well, he is going to fire a direct laser straight through. And you all see a little hole in the center of Cletus as you drop to zero hit points. Oh, what? And die. No! No! Sensei! Bro, no, like, no, like, wait, no, like, stop, like, quit playing, like, why are you, no! Cletus collapses onto the ground, and Walt Disney says, Foolish agents of chaos, you cannot escape our order. How much longer do you think your friends can hold back the entirety of the brave new world? and you are reminded of the clattering sounds of war as some sort of pounding echoes through the halls. As he finishes saying that, you see the red glow reactivate around Walt Disney. Meanwhile, you see from that hole in Cletus's body, you see some sort of weird fizziness, some reaction happening there, and you get a feeling that whatever's happening is not fully done. No. You see the Florida man brings forth that little sun, that light energy, and he aims it at Walt and tries to draw some energy out from him. But you see kind of like something's absorbing it. Ooh. Eddie, with his blades, goes and does a double slash on Walt and both of them slide off that red barrier like an ice skater almost Uh, and he falls down flat on his back as Hayes Hayes fires a shot and you see it penetrates through that barrier they do eight points of damage as it lodges itself inside one of uh, the small motors in Walt Disney's leg and catches flame a a small electrical fire And finally, Guinevere runs up. She's going to try and bite onto his leg. Surprisingly does so and deals an additional six points of damage. As she grabs onto the leg and you see that red energy flowing kind of through her face. It looks like it's hurting her, but she keeps shaking, 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 taking a clue from Steve. And uh, you begin to see some of the that metal joint crack and break, which brings us back around to Adnama. Adnama is just going to like look over at David and be like, bro, like I know you got some like hook up with God or something, so, like, I need you to get over, like, you need to do something, like, I'm going to as soon as I am able within the (laughs) rules of the game. Okay. 
Yeah. Because life is a game, my dear, and we're all players. Adnama's gonna take note from David and <laughs> is gonna whip out her mom's cattle pride and is gonna try and stick it. Where the sun don't shine. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, not where I was planning, but I can totally, like, do that, yeah. He does have a little exhaust port in the back. <laughs> okay, bueno, then she's gonna go to the exhaust port and she's gonna, she's gonna do it. She's gonna shove it right up in there. Roll. Okay. <laughs> 18. You go to shove it up the exhaust port and the cattle prod bounces right off that red energy around Walt Disney. Yo. Which brings us to JT. JT thinking on his feet and after seeing Cletus die goes like a little crazy and he starts like tapping into his phone and he's gonna hack into the animatronics of some of the presidents around. I'm gonna cast this level six animate objects and I'm gonna take six of them and I'm gonna make them into fighters. Wow, okay. Hell yeah. We see Teddy Roosevelt, George Washington, Abraham Lincoln, the decapitated JFK, Jimmy Carter, and Grover Cleveland all join the fight. No William Henry Harrison? My goodness. So the first three are going to try to attack. They got 16. They bounce off of the red energy field on Walt Disney. Dang. And then the other three are going to go attack. And they get 18. They also bounce off. So you see all six of these great presidents swarm Walt Disney and begin with their fists bashing on him. But you see these little ripples across the energy field as Walt Disney lets out a chuckle. (laughs) I want to use my bonus and I'm going to give Adnama bardic inspiration. Okay, and Adnama, you feel inspired as you recall JT's snap that you had to screenshot to read. Oh. So you get a, you get a, an extra D10 to whatever role you want to add to. Oh, bro, bet. Okay, thank you. David, your turn. I am going to use the cantrip, Spare the Dying. You touch a living creature that has zero hit points. The creature becomes stable. Because it says I have to touch a living creature to stabilize it, I will be administering Spare the Dying with my lips. And I will kiss Cletus very wetly and softly on the mouth and then I will whisper to him did you really think you could leave without saying goodbye and as you kiss him and you feel this godly life flow from your lips to his you notice that that hole in the center of his chest you saw like a weird effect happening on it and it seems to stop and as you run your fingers over it your fingers are covered in dust Mr. Stark you don't feel so (laughs) which brings us to Walt Disney. Oh, Lord. Steve, he is going to pick up one of his pincer-sharp legs and drive it through your tail. Ow! And that deals seven points of damage. And then, roll a strength contest. 16. And then he picks you up like that, clamps your tail in one of the pincers, removes it from the leg, dealing 19 points of damage as he flings you against the wall of this room. And now it is your turn. (laughs) All right. Almost not even like really understanding what happened and still in a panic. Steve's going to rush over to Sensei and he's going to be like, Sensei. And he he has his arms around his head. You need to wake up. Sensei, please. You can't die. We need to fight Walt Disney. Remember? That's why we're here. And he he starts licking his face to try and, and, and wake him up. Please, please wake up. 
and um, for his his role, he's going to call on the ancestor to, to try and remove the curse from his body and see if that works. It's not necessarily a curse, but I'll let you I'll let you plead to the ancestors. Um, I rolled a nineteen, but d- d- first of all, does that work? You roll a nineteen, and you see from the Florida man, this field of energy emanates from his back and covers Cletus. <laughs> As Cletus, you wake up with one hit point. Sensei, you're alive. What's in my... I feel my whole, like, what? (laughs) That little bit of healing energy actually closes that hole, but you feel that dust Uh, on your chest. uh, Steve? (laughs) Sensei? (laughs) He's just struggling to stay alive. It's alright. Breathe, breathe. You're okay. You're here. Maybe back up a bit away from the giant crab over there. Oh, shit. <laughs> I start I start rolling like 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 jelly rolling, log rolling away from <laughs> the monster. And decide what you're gonna do because it's your turn. I guess I'm gonna cure wounds at level four. I get twenty-two health. Not bad. So, Cletus, you crawl backwards into a corner of the room as uh, you pop open your flask, drink some, take a bite of beef jerky, and regain 22 points of health. Which brings us to the FM. David, Adnama, JT, Steve, Hayes, Eddie, and Guinevere, everyone roll a dexterity saving throw. Son of a biscuit, dude. 18. Mm. 23. Also a 23. Critical failure. <gasps> Damn. David, Hayes, and Guinevere, you all get stuck as the Florida man seems to... <laughs> and he turns at you and spritz forth a massive cloud of guava jelly <laughs> holding you in place and you are now stuck still in that cloud and he collapses onto the ground and you see him writhing and struggling. Which brings us to Hayes. Hayes is going to roll a strength check to try and exit. Hayes fails, and they begin stabbing at the guava jelly, going, Oh no, not again! Eddie is going to try to cut David out of the guava. Oh my goodness, thank you, Eddie. Nat 20. So, Eddie protrudes both of his blades and slices into the jelly and actually frees both David and Hayes, leaving only Guinevere floating in the midst of the guava jelly, completely trapped. And then, it is going to be Guinevere's turn. Guinevere is going to summon some strength, eats her way out of the guava jelly, says, I have the nastiest crocodile! And says, you are a bad sensei. Don't hurt my son! And the little purse on her back is going to explode (laughs) into the stink bomb that Eddie made for her. That's my nasty mom right there. Unfortunately, this explodes under Walt Disney and the cloud completely encapsulates him and you see he just goes... (laughs) Uh... You always were disappointing. Oh. As nothing happens to him. Adnama, it is your turn. Rude. That was really rude. Is the red glow still around? Yes. Adnama is really just, yeah, she is full pata sucia at this point, like, not even bothered by it. Hopefully there's, like, nothing 
sharp on the floor. Thank you. Don't get any ideas. And you she's get gonna, tetanus. No. <laughs> Roll a tetanus saving throw. Shut up. No. <laughs> she's still holding the junk lat, and she's going to once again try and smack at the crystal at the center of Walt Disney's chest. Is it really a chest at this point? Kind of. Can we yeah. call it that? Can we call it a chest? Yeah. Twenty-two. That hits. Roll for damage. That is an eight. And Walt Disney takes eight points of damage. As Adnama, again, you get right up in Disney's grill, shove your hand into the center of this table chest thing with wires, and just wiggle your chancleta around with fury. Battering the crystal, and you see as the red field dissipates. JT, it is your turn. Tapping back in to that Bluetooth. I'm going to blast the recording of Small World back at him. Okay. <laughs> and then we're going to try to hit him with 3D's Eldritch Blast. 22, 24, 15. Two of those hit. However, as you blast this song back out, again, like before, you kind of max out the EQ and you literally see a wave fly out from the speakers at Disney. And from the red crystal, you see... He fires this, like, wide beam, and it dissipates one of the waves as it flies towards him, but one still hits, so roll for damage. So that is 10, and then I'm going to have all of my robots attack it. First three robots, they get a 10. <laughs> the other three robots, not 20, it's a 25. Roll double damage. Double damage. They do 2d6 plus 1, so double that. So 18. That final Eldritch Blast, he tries to fire another wave at it, but he misses, and it batters his system. It causes some sort of interference as he shorts out, and then the presidents begin to wail on him. Three of them attempting to hit, he dodges out of the way, but then backs himself into the back three as JFK, Theodore Roosevelt, and Jimmy Carter begin just bam, 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 smashing on him. He actually breaks one of the legs as he falls down and is looking in terrible, terrible shape. David, it is your turn. All right. Um, David is going to call forth yet another guiding bolt of light from the heavens. Roll that. Oh my God, you're not gonna believe it. It's another natural 20. (laughs) (laughs) Roll double damage. And that's 33 damage. As God says, good shit, David. And again, the system continues to short as the presidents continue wailing on Walt Disney. Blah, 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 blah and Walt Disney collapses. He says, everything special about you was a mistake. And erasing you will finally put us back on track toward tomorrow. And he's going to fire another blast. And it is going to hit Steve. Ah. Steve, how many hit points do you have? 40. You see that laser work its way through you as you drop to zero hit points. Ah. And you guys see that reaction begin to take shape as the presidents continue wailing on Walt Disney. God sends another lightning strike. Not Steve. With that blow, you see Walt Disney collapse. The lights begin to flicker as the head struggles. You truly think I did not foresee barbaric fools attempting to destroy order. You're too late. Suddenly, the sounds of the battle grow louder as you hear scores of lizard people begin to flood the castle. Oh no. I may perish, but so will you. 
and the chaos you sow. And you see the glowing red heart crystal begin to shrink like a melting ice cube. As it does, it produces a massive expanding red vaporous cloud. Activate the failsafe. Mind over matter. As a massive heavy steel wall begins rapidly descending from the ceiling, attempting to cut you off from any possible exit as the red cloud rushes at you. Roll a constitution saving throw. Uh, uh, that would be a seven for David. 17. Dirty 20 for Adnama. 12 for Cletus. David, Cletus, Eddie, and Guinevere all take 16 points of damage. As the red vapors kind of surround you and you breathe them in, <laughs> you feel a very, very weird tingling sensation like in your being, in your essence. Cletus, you don't really remember dying because it was so quick, but it feels a lot like whatever happened to you when you died, you felt like a weird tingle with the last bits of your consciousness. And this feels very similar to that, but far more intense. Then that steel wall begins to shut. The Florida man lunges toward the exit as the massive steel curtain drops like a guillotine. He braces himself, taking the full impact. With surprising strength, he holds up its crushing weight and grunts, He lets out a vicious scream of pain and fury as a light shoots from his mouth. And you lose! The light forms into a little sun with sunglasses in the middle of the room and shoots a beam into the cloud, presumably at Walt. You see energy flow into the Florida man as his muscles grow with a subtle red glow and tears stream down his face as he cries, He continues to exert himself as the curtain falls lower and lower and the approaching screech of war grows louder and louder. What do you do, Cletus? It is your turn. <laughs> yeah, good luck, bro. I get the shittiest fucking turns this <laughs> Holy crap. Cletus is gonna, like, army crawl over to Steve, see that he's, like, on his back with his arms and legs in the air like a roach. He's gonna put Steve on his shoulder and then use the shotgun as, like, a cane to pick himself up with Steve as he hobbles out where Florida Man is holding, and he's gonna yell back. I, do we have to cut off the head? <laughs> okay, I'm going. <laughs> All right, and you drag Steve as you begin to see some of that dust form on him around the wound as well. You make it to the door, but the door is barred, so someone's going to need to open that. Next, it is FM, and FM is just going to continue to hold. You see that curtain begin to drop lower and lower, but he's trying to hold it up. He says, <laughs> Hayes, having just taken an incredible amount of damage, is going to run over and try to lift the bar off the door. Then... Eddie runs over to you as well. Guinevere struggles to crawl her way out and says, Son! As she makes her way to the entrance. Adnama, it is your turn. Adnama's gonna run towards the entrance as well and try and help Hayes pull that bar. And you do so. Both of you together open it and you spill out into the little lobby with the mosaic tile flooring that you were in before you came in. JT, your turn. JT's dashing out of there. Okay, JT runs out. David, your turn. David is going to run to where Steve is and he is going to cast Revivify. And you see that wound close, the dust kind of falls off, and Steve, you come back to life. Oh, God. 
Stay with us, Steve. Stay with us. Steve. I hold Steve like a like I'm holding a teddy bear. Steve, it is your turn. Sensei, I'm joking. Oh, I'm sorry, Steve. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, God. All right, there we go. What do I do? I think I'll just stay right here in Sensei's arms. There's really not much. <laughs> All right, well, it's Kalinas's turn then. All right, I'll carry Steve out. You run out with Steve, and it is the FM's turn. David, Eddie, and Guinevere, who are still in the room, take 37 points of damage. Oof. Thank God we got out of there. <laughs> oh my God, David, are you still alive? I am. I am. I am alive. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. You can no longer see Eddie or Guinevere. Oh, no. The room is just filling with this fog. As that happens, it becomes FM's turn. FM is holding up the bar. It's dropping lower and lower. And those of you on the outside of the room, and David, since you're right at the door next to him, you see the bottom half of his body, like his, his feet and stuff, are beginning to turn to dust. As he literally falls shorter, he now falls to his knees because his calves and lower are no longer there. And he says, It is Hayes' turn. Hayes is going to pull something risky. Hayes runs in, goes to grab Guinevere, searches around, can't really find her, and then begins to run back out as they start taking damage. (coughs) Oof. Hayes drops down to zero hit points as they just barely exit out of that door, dragging Guinevere, both of them unconscious, and collapse on the ground. And they are beginning to get fuzzy as well. And Eddie shuffles out behind them going, (coughs) brings us back around to Adnama. You're already outside. Can I like grab Hayes and Guinevere and just like pull them as far out as I can. Adnama grabs Guinevere by the tail and Hayes by the arm and pulls them out and further away as you begin to hear people infiltrating the castle and they begin to run down the stairs. JT, it is your turn. Nah, I'm gonna use my third level like healing word and I'm gonna shout at David like, come on David, you can do this. No man left behind. And then I'm gonna heal him for 3d4 plus five. Roll that. That is going to be 14. Okay, and David, you regain 14 points of health as it is now your turn. I am going to grab the Florida man as I leave. Roll a dexterity check with advantage. Okay, with advantage gives me a roll of 11. (laughs) Okay, as you run through, you try to tackle him, but you get him at an awkward angle and he loses his grip on the door as you stumble out and roll. And you see he screams as that heavy steel curtain bisects him. However, as it falls down on that half of his body, it is already turning to dust. Within the chamber, behind the steel wall, you hear some sort of big explosion. As the Florida man exerts the last of his energy, you see that light. It like works its way under the crack in the door and he screams, And you feel lights flicker in here. You find yourself on the mosaic tile flooring as the steel wall slams down onto the ground on the other side of the large double doors. Lizards are hurtling down the spiral stairs, some simply leaping down toward you. You look at each other, preparing to be torn apart by the horde. But then, they all fall unconscious. A few moments later, they begin to rise again, but instead of hisses, You hear the sound of confused human voices emerging from these lizards. Huh? 
What? Where am I? What's happening? Ew! You turn to see the Florida man laying on the ground. He pants with a tinge of fear as the bottom half of his body steadily disintegrates. He clumsily holds his hand to his ribs as they too begin turning to dust beneath him. His eyes turn to you as he breathes in and out, savoring his final breaths. You can rest now, little buddy. You done good. As his chest begins to turn to dust, he smiles at you and says, Protect! And the FM is no more as he turns to dust. I pocket his dust and put him in the bag. You run your hand through the dust, and in the middle of it, you find a ghost orchid. Huh. Guinevere and Hayes are collapsed. Oh, no. And you see them also begin turning to dust. David is going to rush over to both of them and place a hand on either of them and use Spare the Dying in an attempt to stabilize them. And the dust settles, and it seems like whatever reaction was just occurring ceases. Thank you, Lord, for hearing me on this day. Hayes, Hayes, are you you awake? (laughs) Are you okay? Yeah. Yeah, what happened? You heroically rescued... Steve's mom. It was very charming. And Guinevere begins waking up and goes, Son, son, are you okay? I let go of Steve to run to his mother. I'm okay, Mom. Are you all right? Oh, thank goodness. And she nuzzles up against you. Oh, my. All right. Maybe like an inch back. You still smell from that stink bomb. <laughs> okay. And Cletus, for the first time in a very long while, you hear Steve's voice as an ordinary crocodile hiss without your communicator on. (gasps) Say that again, Steve. What was that? I can't... I can't understand. And then he starts fiddling in his pocket. And he puts the communicator on. Steve? Sensei? Hello? Hello? Come in. Yes? Are you there? I lost connection. I I don't understand. You couldn't understand what I was saying? No. Oh, no. I think... Perhaps when we did what we did, everything sort of reset, and you can't you can't understand me now, without the communicator, of course. Thank God for this. Yeah, thank you, Uncle Eddie. I'm gonna hug him, and you hug. David's gonna take a look around and see, like, could we see the lizards that were coming down? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. they're around you, like they were falling on top of you, and now they're waking up as people. Are they people or are they lizards? But like people? No, they're still lizards, but they're talking like people. Okay. Hey, like. Do any of you see my mom? What? What are you? Who's your mom? Who are you? Ma- no. What? Oh, shit. And then Adama's gonna run out and go look for her mom. David is going to follow, absolutely. JT's gonna go with him. I will follow. As we go, I'll give a, a mass healing word, and David is gonna say, Lahayim! In a nice booming voice to the group, everyone gets nine health. Nice. David heals you all for nine health as you emerge from the depths of the castle. And as you do so, you feel a calm wash over you, as if some raging storm within you has grown still and quiet. Those of you who can, erase the chaotic alignment from your character sheet. (laughs) On the surface of Magic Kingdom, you see the army, the expanded Daytona patrol force featuring your friends, family, Pitbull, and now... (laughs) The legions of ordinary folk turned lizard restrain the lizard politicians. 
Amid the confusion of the thousands awaking to their new forms, there is gratitude. Carrie smiles at you before she and the countless other lives you just saved erupt in a raucous... Fast forward four years. We zoom into the management office of Café Risqué. David, as you finish counting the profits of today's musical theater night, Antonio walks into the office. He hugs you tightly and gives you a kiss before asking, Are you ready to go? Oh yes, I was born ready. I think Hayes is almost done in the kitchen if you want to go check on them. Absolutely. You go over to the kitchen and you find Hayes preparing massive amounts of tacos. Uh, they wipe sweat from their brow and go, All right, I, I, I think I'm almost ready to go. Sorry, I, I was running late, but they should be good. You ready? Absolutely. After you. You exit Cafe Risqué and hop into a limousine. As you drive away, we see a vibrant glowing sign that says, Cafe Risqué, our steaks are better than Rachel's. <laughs> we now find ourselves in a house of elaborate halls with blue carpeting. We see Guinevere sporting a new and improved exoskeleton as she carries a tray of hot chocolate into an office with a large wooden desk. Son. Yes, Mom? Your father and brothers just called. Their sensei is loading them into the bus now. Are you ready to go? Uh, sure, yeah, let's go. Well then, let's go, Mr. President. The CSS, the Chomp and Snatch Service, escort President Stephen Cornelius Nicodemus III out of the orange and blue house as he pops the collar on his coat and dons his signature sunglasses. We follow the presidential motorcade up the turnpike as a very familiar motorcycle speeds past and Claudia gives Steve a wink. JT, we find you in your apartment putting on the final touch to your fancy outfit, your headphones. You hop into your much more modest but still self-driving sedan where Adnama is waiting in the car with some friends. All in your caps and gowns. Oh, oh that's really cute. That's really cute. <laughs> you guys ready? Bro, I was born ready. Let's go. Let's go. And you set the autopilot and the sedan takes off. Finally, we find ourselves in a large auditorium. It is packed with people. Some human, some lizard, but all celebrating this triumph. The Daytona Patrol Force sit together as we see Eddie take the stage adorned in an elaborate gown. Esteemed class of 2025, as I look out at this auditorium, I see nothing but remarkable people. We have the incredible honor of having former President Barack Obama, and at the end of your row, we see a much healthier Barack seated with Gladys by his side, as well as current president and my nephew, Stephen Cornelius Nicodemus III. Uh, Uncle Eddie, now what have I told you? That's El Presidente Steve to you. El Presidente Stephen Cornelius Nicodemus III. But, truth be told, the most remarkable people aren't the heads of state. And Eddie looks right at Claudia for a moment. No, the most remarkable people here today are those of you graduating. 
those of you who have gone out of your way to support the graduates on their journeys. The little people who work in silence to affect the biggest changes. You are the heroes of the future. And in that vein, it is my honor to introduce my personal hero and friend, co-head of the Alarm Clock National News Network, Cletus Nicodemus. <laughs> Cletus, Caddy gives your hand a squeeze as you work your way to the podium to address the Eddie Ed E University class of 2025. <laughs> what do you say? Oh God! <laughs> Don't make a speech right now. <laughs> Now, ordinarily, I would say college is bullshit, right? Pauses for hopeful laughter. <laughs> <laughs> but I guarantee you that if anyone can give you the proper education, I would not have anyone else found in it other than my good friend, Dr. Ed E. Eddie. History is written by the victors, and so they leave out a lot of stuff. I know that history books leaving out a lot of stuff. America ain't perfect, right? But we can try. Baby steps. Yes, we can. Like a great man lizard once said, yes, we can. Barack in his half-transformed state gives you a little wink. Aww. <laughs> and uh, we are sincerely proud of all of you. And uh, you are the future of this generation. So be good. Be wise. Be careful. Learn, love, and live. God bless America. Does He does like a rock out hands. <laughs> there are smiles and tears and shouts throughout this ceremony as all the people here revel in this moment of light amid the endless trials and adversities life has presented and will continue to present. For it is these moments of joy and togetherness that make our fights worth fighting. At the very end of the ceremony, Eddie announces with a smile, Congratulations! to the 2025 class of EEEU. <laughs> and as JT, Adnama, and the rest of the graduates toss their caps in the air, we hear a rebel yell of excitement reverberate through the stadium. Yeehaw. <laughs> Later that evening, the Daytona Patrol Force gathered together in a musty old bunker with smiles upon their faces as they enjoy a pitcher of sangria. Oh yeah, chicos, pero what just happened? Hi, it is your friendly neighborhood DM here, and I just want to say... Thank you all so much for listening to Hunt for the Florida Man. I cannot tell you what an absolute joy this experience has been. It has been uh, terrifying and wonderful and full of surprises along the way. I think this is the first full-length campaign I've ever DM'd to completion. And this being our second season is the first full season that I've had to sound design uh, and write for that matter. And... I cannot tell you what an incredible learning experience it's been, but more importantly, just how much fun 
it's been. So I want to thank all of you who have come on this journey with us because you give us a reason to keep doing it and to keep pushing ourselves. I don't know what I expected from this season, but this is one of the projects that I think I'm now most proud to have ever worked on. I cannot believe the ridiculous things we've pulled off. You told me I'd be saying that about a D&D game featuring a Cuban crocodile and a conspiracy theorist and a Shotun loving old man and a couple of teenagers, then I don't know what I would have told you, but really it has been such a wonderful unexpected journey. So first, of course, I want to give a special thank you to our patrons, Jerry Benetados, Queso Loco, Terrence Knox, November Sky, Clara Jean Kelly, and Kevin Doberlet. Your support means the world to us and it is such a reassurance to see that people have that much faith in the content that we're putting out. So we are absolutely always going to try and deliver for that. If you're interested in joining, consider checking us out. Links in the show notes, patreon.com slash Drimbus. Believe me, this is not the end of Dungeons and Drimbus. We've got new seasons coming with awesome, grand new ideas. But I also want to give a very, very special thank you to all of my players. Nicholas Benetados, who played Cletus Nicodemus. Amanda Fernandez Acosta, who played Adnama and Claudia Cortez. Michael Pisani, who played David Feinstein, Nicholas Palazzo, who played El Presidente, Stephen Cornelius Nicodemus III, and of course, TJ Berry, who played JT. I hope you guys have had as much fun listening to the show as we have had making it, and I hope that you continue to have fun with what we're coming up with next. This project has grown and evolved and is continuing to do so, but has become something that I and the team are just so stupidly passionate about. So if you enjoyed following the Daytona Patrol Force, I hope you'll stick with us and see what we've got coming. We love you. Now live long and piss off. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Graham Shapiro is a decent man. Gideon Media's hit sci-fi thriller, Give Me Away, returns. There's a lot of people screaming in that prison right now. So screen me. Just know up front, I'm going to have input. What happened? Are you all right? Dad. Tell us everything. It seems like you want to scare us into thinking you're going to let us starve. But should your treatment of us ever cause this decent man to let me off the leash again, anything is possible. Give Me Away Season 2 starting April 11th.